The current spoiler level warning is, deal. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of teal. We're talking about a machine and some variants from Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. And then we have a couple of variants from some uh, from Gundam Breaker 3 and from a Build Divers spinoff manga. Neither of these are spoilery, so I will give a little ping just in case you're, you're worried about it. It'll just be a little chime, but I'm not going to do a full announcement because I don't really think it's a big deal. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG. I don't think there are any... Are there any guns that have glass involved in this? I'm Six Stemma from Scanline Media. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dylan. Ah, uh, hmm. I don't know. So, Six? Yes. We're doing a normal week. We are. We're doing a normal roll. Um, we're just doing one episode because uh, last week's recordings came to a total of six hours of podcast, and I figure people would like some time to breathe. Uh, yeah. I'm bitches in this scenario. Um, <laughs> so we're just that's doing odd, you know, that's just like, just Here's like the, the thing. old days. Yeah. I can do one a week. I can do zero a week. But also, if you really wanted me to, I could do like 10 a week. <laughs> that's, be... I've threatened you with that, and you've always said no. I mean, there's a difference between me willingly doing it and being threatened into it, though, is the problem. <laughs> um, I mean, here's the thing. I know that there are people listening at home that would probably lose their minds if we released, like, ten of them and would just be like, okay, I can't do this. <laughs> you know? Yeah, sure. And that's, like, that's the only thing that stops me. That's the literally the only thing that stops me. If if I could, I would just be like, I, I want to talk about more robots, yeah. Also, we'd run out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're honestly we've covered so many fucking mobile suits at this point <laughs> that it blows my mind. Like when I hear like when I hear that number, uh, mm-hmm. whenever you bring it up, it's just like, huh? I never would have guessed that many. It's a lot. It's uh, uh, you know, not all of them are mobile suits, but it's over a thousand units, and I think it's probably even if you discount all the ones that aren't mobile suits, it's probably still over a thousand. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's not like. Not like, you know, a lot of the non-mobile suit things have a lot of variants a lot of the time. Even, mm-hmm. like, mobile armors only usually have, like, two or three. So and there's only one Chris Jericho for the moment. Uh, the only one mobile wrestler, I guess. Should we... Would you consider Chris Jericho, uh, first of all, not in the ring, just, like, his normal person to be a variant, and then also him in the band to be a variant? I'm gonna roll this die. Okay, I was going to say, you would have to answer that for me, because I do not know enough about Chris Jericho to give an informed opinion. This is interesting. So we're rolling the second half of our early UC list, which is pretty small at this point. Yes, for sure. Um, That's the thing. It's like, there are things I can add, but the problem with early UC is that so many things are interconnected that, like, they, they end up just being a whole family we talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know. 
<laughs> I guess you would know after uh, the Dom and the gym and all that. Um, and the Zaku cleanup. Well, okay, this one's a classic. Okay, what did we get? We got the RMS-099. Uh, Rick Diaz, right? Yes, that is the Rick yep. Diaz. As soon as you said RMS, I, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, if you're calling it a classic, because I, I was like, wait, we've covered the Hyzak, so it can't be that. So yeah, it has to be. Which I guess we'll talk about the weirdness of it being RMS, but because uh, that's usually Rempo mobile suit. But this is famously not a Federation mobile suit. No, it is not. Um, um, so yeah, uh, we will talk about the Rick Diaz from Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. Um, probably, is it the first suit we actually see in the show? Do we see it? Hmm, I'm trying to remember the beginning of Zeta. I, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, I was going to say, because I'm pretty sure we see Quattro, uh, Apollo, and... Um, Apoli! Or Apoli. How Apollo. dare you! <laughs> Apoli and... Uh, Oh, why am I? Uh, is it Roberto? It is Roberto. There you yeah, go. Yeah, Roberto and Opoli. Yeah, um, <laughs> call them Apollo. Whoops. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I shouldn't know that. I've played enough <laughs> games that have him in it <laughs> inexplicably. Um, but yeah. So the Rick Diaz uh, RMS zero nine nine. Um, so this is a mobile suit that is. I mean, I guess I almost said one-year war because I'm so used to saying I'm mostly developed during the one-year war. No, bleh. Okay, uh, this is developed by Anaheim. Uh, Pre-Grips Conflict, I guess, technically. Because, um, you know, this op opens, like, you know, in the opening weeks of it. <gasps> um, oh, what? AUG, Anti-Earth yeah. Union Group, but also Anaheim Electronics Union Group. What? AE. Titan AE, remember that show? That movie? No, I don't. This is an animated movie, it was fine. The Rick Diaz was developed as the Gamma Gundam, actually, uh, originally. Um, also, okay, yes, I had to make sure, and the wiki does mention this, and I've seen it on other sites now, so I'm like, okay. So, sometimes some early things actually refer to the Rick Diaz as MSA. Or Mobile Suit Anaheim, which is like what your usual mass production mobile suits for Anaheim, or not Anaheim, uh, Mobile Suit uh, AUG, um, for the AUG are. Like, the uh, Nemo is MSA. I don't remember exactly what. I think it's 008, maybe? Let me double check. Nemo from Gundam is MSA 003. Uh, which would also be really weird, though, because if it's MSA 009, which is one of the proposed ones, I mean, this was produced before the Nemo, but whatever. Anyway. I mean, you know, numbers don't work like that in, in model numbers. They I often mean, they often do, but there are plenty of exceptions. There are exceptions, that's true. And I guess if it was like, if we go off the 099, which is another possible one, like MSA 099, the 09 could indicate a specific, you know, meaning separate from the final number. Mm -hmm. Usually the final number is like the order, though, but yeah, in this case. The, the fact that it has three to begin with already shows we are dealing with fucky territory, right, <laughs> is the thing. So the Rick Diaz, though, is a early uh, mobile suit in the Zeta era. Um, it does have... Okay, so it is... The reason why it was going to be called Gundam Gamma is because it was actually made out of Gundarium Gamma. Uh, so it, it does use, like, a lunar titanium um, hmm. as, as, like, you know, the primary armor on it, which is pretty cool. 
so it's basically a Gundam is the thing. Other than it doesn't look like a Gundam, and so that's probably why they didn't go with calling it one. Um, so with the design, starting with the head, you've got a... Hmm, so the head is very weird. It's not really like a Xeon head. It does have a mono eye, though. It also has one of those Zeta era mono eyes where it's like a mono eye with a crosshair on it, which I actually really always like the look of. Um, it's like rounded with some cables in the back, and then you've got like this like red head crest. And I'll be looking at the standard colors when talking about this, though. Of course, there's also the quattro colors, which becomes kind of the late standard. Like everyone just starts using those colors later on. Mm -hmm. We see multiples of those. Um, but. Yeah, so you've got, like, the head, which is black, and then you have the head crest, which is, like, this kind of red color, and it's over the eyes. Um, and then you've got, like, a little gray color piece, like, you know, where the head is connected. Like, it's sort of in front of the eye, I guess right below the eyes. Um, the torso, big, bulky torso. Um, very much, it, I mean, it feels like a Zeta-era torso, right? Um, mm -hmm. You've got, like, the thick armor, you've got, like, the little cockpit hatch, and then you've got... Um, they're actually... Wait, no. I can't remember. Is the cockpit in the chest or the head? In the... No, it can't be in the head because that's where... Uh... Well, hold on. I can't remember where the cockpit is. Shit. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a chest cockpit still. Sorry, I get I get nervous sometimes because there are a few mobile suits that like I forget about having a head cockpit and it always throws me off. No! No, the cockpit is in the head! <clears throat> Along with the Vulcans. Okay. That's just all in the head. Uh, and I'll talk about the Vulcans in a little bit, but Okay, I guess, yeah. Okay, because that's the little thing, the little round detail on the side of the head. That's the cockpit hatch, right? Okay. Sorry, it's a really weird place to have a cockpit. Especially in, like, I, I don't know, I just, you know, torso cockpit. It's Gundam, right? Like, that's just the norm. I mean, and it gets carried through, that idea gets carried through to the Sazabi. Yes, the Sazabi with its weird, also having a head one. Um, that s switches in size when the new Gundam grabs it. I mean, you um, know, the new Gundam Psycho Frame has uh, reality-altering powers. Shut up. Anyway, um, uh, <laughs> I wish I, w I wish Groovy still worked. Groovy was a bot where you could tell it to play music and it would play it through the voice channel. I really just want to blast beyond the time at you right now, but I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. That's fine. So. Uh, the torso, though, yeah, you've got a blo blocky upper torso with, like, you know, like, decent chest armor. Um, the chest armor has, like, a cable going from the, where, almost, like, where the shoulder is into the back of it, um, which I always like the look of more cables, so I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. Um, the waist section is, uh, you, I mean, you've got, like, distinct front skirts, though the front skirts are weird on this, because... So, you've got, like, these sort of pseudo-underwear-like design, and the skirts, instead of being bolted onto the front, are actually below, which is really weird. Like, they're... The, the way they're attached is just not, like, how your skirts usually are, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you've also got distinct side skirts with some visible, um, piping, or, like, you know, tubing on there. And then you've got a rear skirt with three thrusters in the back, um... You've then got also a, 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 a underneath you also have more thrusters because big, lots of thrust. Um, for the legs, uh, the upper legs are actually surprisingly detailed. You've got like 
uh, on the outer part of the upper legs, each one, you've got like this like sort of vented area. I I never know what it's supposed to be, but it's always like a very like line heavy area on the model kits, and it kind of does remind me of like thrusters or vents or something like that. Um, just the texture on that. Um, and then on it, they're they're also like unlike a lot of upper legs, these are just very detailed in terms of like having shapes, I guess, instead of just being like you know a big square upper leg. Yeah, um, I really appreciate that about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the back part does have some cool circular details, as well as having wires that go into the lower leg. Uh, more cables. Um, the lower leg is... You've got what feels to me to be very tiny knee armor. Um, little bumpy bits on the outside of the uh, calves. Uh, the legs are kind of bell-bottomy, because you do have thrusters on the outer part of each leg. Uh, and then really big feet. These feet feel really large. Um, yeah. Also, I skipped the arms because sleepy. Um, so the arms, uh, you've got really cool shoulders. I actually really like the design of these shoulders. You've got like bumpy shoulder armor where you've got like this front and back bump that uh, I think I, I'm pretty sure games usually make them like thrusters like for rotation on the arms. Yeah, I mean, they've got um, they've got the little holes in them to indicate that, I think. Mm hmm. Uh, the upper arm, oh, surprisingly detailed also. Should note, this is a Mamoru Nagano design, and, I mean, he is a person who does like his details, so it makes sense that this actually has, like, a lot of shapes going on. Like, the upper arm, you've got, like, I, I, I think it's just basically, like, an elbow pad, but the way that it, like, blends with the upper arm, like, by having the same color looks really cool to me, just that breakup. Mm. Um, and then the lower arms, you've got... C cables on each one on you know the underside wrist part um as well as really big square hands that kind of like mesh with the wrist like you know they're just kind of a big square shape mm -hmm. overall um i do like these hands as well though just for being big um it's kind of funny how much color makes a difference in this for me because i really don't like the standard colors i when i look at the standard colors rick diaz i think i don't like this mobile suit and then when i look at the Let's let's say the new standard colors. I like them. I, I'm like, oh, actually, this guy's cool. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, finally, for the backpack, you've got a rather large, complex backpack setup. Um, mainly because it has a binder on either side, as well as having a rack for its two beam pistols, just like in the middle there. Um, so like the backpack itself, like if you're considering like just the base parts of it, is pretty like minimal. But then you've got the two hard points for the binders, and then you've got the two pistols loaded in there, and it looks more complex than it is when you see it from behind. Mm -hmm. um, for armaments, we've got a lot of different ones here. So we've got the uh, Vulcans. Uh, these are actually specifically given a name on like a lot of Vulcans in UC. These are called the Phalanx Vulcans. Uh, these are on top of the head, and like the hood basically pops up. And when the hood pops up, it's got these like little... Kind of like a double machine gun turret is yeah. It looks like an, looks like an anti aircraft turret with no uh -huh. you know obviously no one on it, but yeah. And it, they like they can even like you know move up and down in the way that you would expect like an anti air gun to be able to do, mm -hmm. um, which is pretty neat. Uh, this the wiki says that you know they have you know like like it says for you know copy pasted from every other Vulcan description little power mainly used for intercepting missiles. Oh, liars! I played GBO two. These things are fucking scary. Yeah, <laughs> look, they love making Zeta-era Vulcans actually, like, real weapons in GBO2, and it's great. 
Um, and the Rick Diaz has the worst, like the worst is in like the scariest ones. Like, yeah, they do damage. Mm-hmm. They're very damaging. Um, the only thing coming close to that would be like, like the Mark II has a ridiculous one because of the Vulcan pod, and it's really True. funny. Because then later suits that also have Vulcans do not have ones as good as the Mark II's or the uh, Rick Diaz, if I remember right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's strange, but yeah. Uh, next armament uh, would be the 300mm clay bazooka. There is a lot of letters here. A-E slash Z-I-M dot C dash B-A-Z dash 531. Um, Anaheim Electronics, maybe Zimad? Like maybe yeah, it's made it by be. former Zimad people? It must be. And then Seabaz, Clay Bazooka. I don't know what the 531 is, though. Um, so the Clay Bazooka is really neat. Uh, the Clay Bazooka does have, you know, conventional explosive rounds like a bazooka. Um, it also has what people may know, like, or even remember in Zeta uh, several times happening. Uh, it also has, like, this weird kind of, like, buckshot um, type round. Like, basically, like, it's a round that explodes after it moves a little bit forward and then, you know, shotguns out a bunch of pellets, mm-hmm. um, which is really cool. Um, I guess originally the clay bazooka was actually developed for firing adhesive rounds for like uh, disabling mobile suits. I don't think we ever get to see that though. That's because that's pointless. I mean, like I, I like it feels like it would be like law enforcement use and law enforcement aren't in, like, mobile suit versus mobile suit battles. <laughs> Generally not, no. <laughs> like, I don't understand um, the point. It does have a hook also for the backpack, which I believe this is even the same design that the um, Hyakushiki uses looking at it. Um, mm. Same with the hook. Um, then you've got the BPL-86 beam pistols. These rule. They're just little beam pistols uh, that are stored on the backpack. Um, and... They're they're actually beam pistols that are strong though. Like you, they blow up Pizax with these, which I think is pretty cool because they're like such little guns. Well, I mean, if you think about like the thing about a, a any gun, really, barrel length has nothing to do with like what you're shooting out of it. You could just make a beam rifle that is like has a smaller barrel, and that's basically what they've done. Yeah. Um. I do like the design of these also. Uh, they have some obvious hooks for connecting into the backpack, and then you've got, like, the little magazines on top. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I like them, though. Uh, they also can be fired well on the backpack. It does this, like, once in the show, and because it did this once in the show, every video game with the Rick Diaz loves finding a way to include this. Like, in the old versus games, if an enemy is behind you, um, instead of firing at them, like, by doing a turnaround shot, you actually fire the two off of your back at them. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, or either that or that's a separate button push. I know you can do it in Gundam versus Zeta Gundam, though, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, at one point it uses a Gabaldi beta beam rifle, which is weird. I don't remember when it does that, but it, it is mentioned here, so I'm going to say it. Um, and then it also has beam sabers. These are carried on. Um, it, it stores a single beam saber on the underside of the of a backpack mounted uh, rack. Um, so you can, I'm trying to see if you can see it in the art. I don't think you can actually see it in the art. <laughs> um, cause it's, it says it's on the underside of where you put the pistols basically. Um, and so I don't think it's there on the, on like any of the rear art of it, but that's where the beam saber is stored. I um, really, I, you know, this has enough Dom vibes that I wish it had the successor to the heat saber. Fair enough. 
it does have a uh, it does have like a weird weird like the, the saber has like a weird tip where it's like flared out at the end hmm. um well you can see it in the if you look at like the uh artwork like of all the little things including the equipment that i will have to bring up the sealant launcher um you can see it has like it has like big beam sabers i think are these the same yes it's actually the same model uh used by the hyakushiki and the nemo like, oh you mean the have, hand like... the way the handle flirts not the way the beam itself does oh okay. no the beam sure. itself doesn't yeah. just the tip of the same yeah this yeah. is also the same thing you know that the hyakushiki and stuff do yeah, yeah this is a yeah fine beam saber but yeah it only carries one though uh probably because it has to spend the rest of the energy using beam pistols which is fine they're cool um, well but that's that's it's not an either or that's true you, you're not get... using them at the same time unless somehow you can put those beam pistols in your not teeth like look uh you, you should just activate it when it's on the back rack so that you can rotate into enemies that sounds kind of sick um i want to <laughs> believe that it is another here's the thing is... It sounds silly, but as you said, if there was a moment where, like, someone tried attacking a Rictius from behind, and someone activated the beam saber while it was on the rack, and then, like, rotated into the enemy, that would be incredibly cool, though. Or, or, I love I mean, when they... Why would you have to rotate into the enemy? Just have them, like... I, I don't know what direction it's angled, because we can't see it. Just have it pointed straight back, and they just turn it on <laughs> and impale them. And you don't even you don't even move. You're just like, bam, you're done. I'm gonna keep doing what I was doing god um for other equipment so it does mention the booster binders here so the binders are really cool um the binders are basically like a thing that comes up a lot in zeta and later gundam right the idea of basically adding extra limbs both for ambac movement but also because you can put more thrusters on them it's funny right because again we've talked about this many times ambac is so that you don't need to use fuel but then you end up putting also thrusters on there but the thing is if you use them in combination you get a lot of mobility mm -hmm. um is the thing and yeah so it has two thruster binders uh that are ejectable on the back um it does have sealant launchers on the fingers all the zeta gundam suits have this and they fucking love putting that in gbo2 as well just the ability to get covered in gunk so you get slowed down it's great isn't it no <laughs> it's stupid stop it they have it on the Nemo, they have it on the Rick Diaz. I think the Hyzak even has it. All of them fucking have have it. Um, I, I also, don't know, because they won't give me, they only gave me a Hyzak level 3, and I'm never using a fucking Hyzak level 3. <laughs> give me the level 1, you little shit. <laughs> um, there is also, um, it, it can equip the Balut, uh, that, you know, mm -hmm. uh, is our good friend. Um, it, we all love Balut's here, right? Um, the big parachute pack. Um, trying to see if the wiki has any art of it wearing it. I mean, I know it's the same one, because they always all... I mean, even the Marasai wears the same one. Um, but, you know. Sorry, I'm just thinking about... I had a game the other day where someone was using a level 10 gym. <laughs> Might have been level 9. But it was just like, what is wrong? Like, this... I was playing with the Joker. It's him! Uh, for anyone who doesn't play GBO2, you can play, like, there's a cost system, but you can obtain higher level versions of a mobile suit that are higher cost, but the falloff is really dramatic. 
Yeah, um, there are only a few that somehow work, and it's usually because they already had, like, they were already, like, kind of good before. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really work out for the grunts. Like, the Goku Jaeger surprisingly stays in the race a long time. Um, though that was also because they were very, very against adding supports for the longest time, so it was, like, the only support you had access to. Um, but, yeah. Um... The, the fall off though on like a gym or a zaku is like you shouldn't be using these because mm-hmm. the thing is they don't get more skills right and that's like the issue is late game everything has like emergency evasion and all that they just kind of get numbers and not and they also don't get like more armaments or access to better armaments they just get like a leveled up version of their previous gun where so like by that point you're like i'm using a beam spray gun level nine and the other person has like i've got a high mega cannon <laughs> and you're like cool <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah so the the rictius though is used early on uh it is used during the whole you know capture the gundam mission mm-hmm. um and you, you basically see it throughout the rest of zeta gundam um it's it's a, a huge mainstay um and yeah I, I i mean i like this suit a lot um now the thing I like about it, though, here's the thing. I like the variants more, is the thing. Uh, and we'll talk about a lot of them, because um, there are a lot of variants of this friend. Um, Checking my watch. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It, it won't beat our Dom episode, so you know what? It's fine. Um, so, uh, I guess to start with variants, we'll start with actually what's developed from. It has two developed froms here. Uh one is the Doas, which, funnily enough, we talked about that last week, the Doas Custom. You sure did. Uh, apparently, this was developed from that, which, fair enough. Uh, the other one is my personal really favorite one. Yo. The RX-98 Prototype Rick Diaz. I fucking love this thing. This is from MMSV. This thing's And so dope. it's that it's that era of really weird Okawara art, and I love it. So, this is a Rick Diaz that maintains more xeon elements in a weird way like the head has like a mono eye on like a mono eye track like the way you would expect it on like a zaku or any other like kind of one year war xeon suit uh you can even see like vestiges of like you know mouth tubes and stuff going on inside the head inlay the crest on the head now colored orange has a mono eye inside of it as well which is really cool um you've got it's basically just more detail, right? This is, like, a pretty similar design in a lot of ways, but with weird colors and more detail. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, very, like, emblematic of how Okawara is drawing things for MMSV. You've got, like, when you look at the shoulders, you've got a bunch of extra thrusters all over it and, like, little extra details. You've got, like, on the arms, like, there's still the big boxy arms with the cables on the wrist, but you have, like, an extra little, like, weird hard point that's sticking out of the elbow, You've got, um, you know, these legs are just covered in extra little verniers. Um, but and I like, love the colors. Yeah, They're color. So weird. It's like beige and orange and like olive green and baby blue. It's it's really inspired. It, yeah, it's like it's just very different from like what you would expect to get out mm-hmm. of this. Uh, the backpack is a very weird, complex backpack with like. It's got like very like proto proto binders like they they do look like older style in a but they look cool still like um if there's the black and white art for those looking for a rear shot uh, at the bottom of the picture gallery on the wiki 
um which is from i believe this is from one of the mobile suit um encyclopedias just looking at the format of it but yeah so like this thing is just like a more complex rick Diaz with a bunch of extra thrusters on it and i love that about it um it does have some weird armaments for the time uh even though it's a prototype and even though like you don't get these normally until double zeta it does have hyper beam sabers you can see them on the back there they are huge handled beam sabers yeah um it does have a clay bazooka but it's a different shape it's like this weird kind of like boxy one that has uh it looks like it has two ammo packs slapped onto the back of it actually like one on either side which is really weird um hmm. yeah and then finally it has the beam pistols um that it can also use from the normal rick Diaz. uh these are not on the original art i believe this is in it's like it's in like last sun or one of those side stories where the uh this comes up um and it probably just is shown using it there um do you know if you're looking at like the manga images at the bottom there's one image that has it next to another rictius that has a v-fin and i want to know what that is well it's the I, game I, of gundam oh no that's rictius kai on the left according to the note in the lower right okay i like that they're like we're gonna turn it back into a gundam now we're gonna give it a v-fin still gonna have the mono eye and everything but and oh and they gave it a gundam mohawk camera i just noticed too. oh yeah Shoot. they did that's so weird it's strapping a, like... i don't think that thing has its own article by the way so appreciate it while it's here okay what's this the rick ds kai you said yeah i i don't think there's a rick ds kai uh listed anywhere all right i'll, I'll note it uh but yeah, that's what it says in the lower right corner, at the very least. Rick Diaz Kai and Prototype Rick Diaz. And we know which one the Prototype Rick Diaz is there, so... Um. Alright, going through these variants. Oh, right, we've got a lot of weird ones. Okay, so this is a Mamoru Nagano design, right? And Nagano does... If you've seen his work on, like, Elgaim or Five Star Stories or other things, he has a very interesting, very fancy art style, which is interesting because this feels very subdued for him but we're about to get unsubdued because we're gonna talk about these in order just because that's the easiest and the first one would be the man 104 or msae 39 nahat gull uh oh, boy okay this is a lot yeah it really <laughs> this is, is a unit used by haman apparently it's... uh okay and it is weird <laughs> so how to describe this so this is in uh this is in nagano's like 2000s era which admittedly i start disliking his art a bit as time goes on i like like early five star story stuff but then like the gothic made stuff which is like the later version of all that I, is not my fa favorite and this kind of reminds me more of like gothic made um so you've got like this weird like all of the parts of this are really strange you've got like the head has, like, layers of armor on it, right? Like, you have multiple layers. Um, it does have a little commander uh, antenna, which I think is fun. Um, but, uh, trying, yeah, to, blade style trying to... One. Try, trying to think of how to describe this, because it is hard. Yeah, it's, um, it's a massive machine with a lot of sharp edges. <laughs> yes, um... It is, yeah, 
it like you have like layers of these like kind of like cutaway armor on the head right and you can see like these little cuts there mm-hmm. you can see armor underneath you, it does still have the mono eye and it has like a little white faceplate. um the head has two little horns also on the back of it and one larger one it almost looks like the head and the backpack kind of run together basically like this looks like it's like just a space use machine and it has to always be that layered armor is all over this design too you look at the chest and there's like a layer of white on a layer of green on a layer of green on a like it's the only way i can know how to describe this is it's just layers of like these plates on top of each other that are like really ornate looking um the shoulders you've got these kind of like white details cut into these very massive segmented shoulders um the arms themselves you can't really see the bicep in either of these pictures unfortunately the arms though the lower arms they've basically got like shields on the arms like just built in um both of them have the same kind of shield on the outside what's really weird to me is that does not feel like a haman era like emblem that like yellow bird emblem that does feel like a more like a neozeon like shard neozeon emblem to me personally um but you know yeah i I mean you know there's a period where it seemed like char was going to take over maybe at the time he was test marketing this um unfortunately for like the waste and stuff because we have like the 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 picture of this that is the primary image of the it's flying through space and it's like swept back so we really can't see a lot of good detail other than it does look like it has a red crotch uh mono eye as well uh, and shoulder mono eyes actually i just noticed too if you look at the top of the shoulders um uh i just looked at some of the the concept art Nagano can't really draw people, can he? Uh, Nagano has a very particular art style for people. He draws clothes, I think, better than he draws people. I'm just saying, this lady's very face, elaborate. her eyes are approximately two feet apart. Look, it's... yeah. They're in different um, <laughs> zip codes. Um, the weird thing is, here's the thing, if you look at his various design notes... Uh, these are clearly well. If you look at like the ones like that are later on, you can see the years on them. MN eighty six, so that's like nineteen eighty six, and it says Gundam. The something I can't see what that is. I don't think that's the movie, but uh, nineteen eighty six. He has a design there, and then there's a later design. So like he's had this design like idea kicking around in his head, and like a lot of his redesigns and such, I think. It started losing shape, basically, as you hit the 2000s with, like, that newest one, which is, you know, the primary image for this. I, I, I am looking at this again and again, and I feel like maybe if I saw this, like, a, a you know, like, either a model of it or, like, a like a proper, like, could see it from multiple angles, I might actually really like this. Yes, I, I agree. And that's how I feel about a lot of his designs, too. I think they do work better in, like, or they work really well in 3D. But, like, unfortunately, us going off the, like... The one image, the line art version of it, and then the alternate color of it where it's red. There's not a lot we can really say about it because it is such a weird angle. And then, like, there's two more versions of this idea of... I know it's called the Nahat Gull in that later one, but you can see it's kind of a corruption of Nightingale. Because you can see in 1986 he actually calls this the Nightingale um, there. Which is interesting because this has no relation at all to the actual Nightingale. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the thing um, it says here is that um, they're, like, 
there was some miscommunication where uh, Anaheim got the, like, le- this was made by Anaheim Jupiter, and the moon Anaheim uh, misunderstood and thought it was called the Nightingale, is what they say. Mm, okay. Which I wonder if that's, co- like, if it's cover for the fact that it was de- invented as the Nightingale, and then they were like, no, this is the real Nightingale. And they're like, oh, okay, well, this was just a miscommunication. Yeah. You know how this stuff that's happens. That's funny. So. It's weapons are really weird, by the way, because the weapons that are listed on the wiki, I, I want to know what a six hundred or a six hundred sixty millimeter proton gun is, because I don't know what that means mm-hmm. in the context of Gundam. I do know what a fifty millimeter beam Gatling cannon would be. I don't know where that is. It says it's a fixed armament. I would, I, I maybe with this. Hmm. See, we don't have the details, and I want to know. I know. Um, because is it in the head? Because like fifty millimeter is pretty small. That's that that I, it could be like the head pops open, kind of like you know the because this is based on the Rick Diaz. Um, it does have uh, funnels in the tail, so that's I, I understand what that means, but I don't understand what the proton gun or the two hundred fifty millimeter beam. Okay, a two hundred fifty millimeter beam machine gun. I can I could see that. Like that that means something to me. The proton does not mean anything to me within Gundam. No. It also nope. has a quote-unquote proton drive motor and a backload flare ejector. Huh. Anyway, weird magazine illustration. All this exists is they were like, Nagano, you want to do an illustration? And he's like, oh, I'll give you some mobile suits. And it's in his current art style. So all three of these things are freaks. We'll probably get to the other two when talking about other mobile suits. Um, But at some point. um, But yeah. Uh, next up, a much more normal friend. And also, in my opinion, a really cool upgrade. The MSA-0992 Rick Diaz-2. Um, I like this guy. Yeah. So, this is a Rick Diaz where we've given it a actual commander antenna as well, again. I, I, it's not like a Xeon-style one, it's just like a antenna coming out of the head. You, they've kind of also, like... Um... The, the eye crest has expanded a little, and now it does make the eye look a little sad. It also feels like the head is kind of shaved down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's weird. Um, the chest, we've added a detail to the side, so basically it has vents on either side of the chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also has, like, the little under part, like, with, um, like, those gray pieces underneath. It reminds me of, like, the uh, Hyakushiki a little bit. Um... The shoulders are now just entirely new. You basically have a thrust. You still have like a thruster on them, though they are pointing downward. And now you have like a shield, just a whole ass shield. And I believe if you, see, yeah, you can see it on the far shield. Uh, these have thrusters underneath too, and these shields look like they can rotate. So yeah, they do. The shields are basically binders, also, like you know, in the way that the backpack. Ones though for are. shields, they're pretty small. They are pretty small. They do have little points on them, though, like. But look like like um the little dots candies um for bashing people I guess um does have wires also going from like the arm into the shoulder in a way that I think looks really cool uh these forearms are ridiculous I I actually really like these like the lower arms because you've got like you've got a lot of like bulging areas and then also where the hand and the uh, arm meet you also have like a little basically like a knuckle shield. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Um, the skirts have all been kind of expanded. Like, the crotch piece 
has gotten longer. The skirts are now curved kind of at the bottom. Uh, the rear skirt now has a split and is longer. Um, uh, the legs are basically the upper leg is the same. The lower leg is very changed, though. You have a lot more outer thruster happening here and a lot more cables going on because of that. Yeah, it makes um, it look more like like the legs look uh, uh, in the style of like one year war uh, high mobility types for Xeon. Mm -hmm. I just really like this. I mean, it just it's also cool. because it's in Dylan colors. It is. It's it's gray and red instead of orange. Though I guess no, it's that's, like an orange. That's, that's red. orange. You're, that's just it your that's just your nighttime filter. It's very orange. Okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, it's gray, gray, orange. Then yeah, so very much my colors. And then finally for the backpack, you've got two large binders um, that are basically bigger, just bigger, better versions of the original ones. So, basically, bigger backpack binders, uh, so, enhanced mobility on it. Uh, they still look like they, I, I imagine they can still rotate, like, for AMBAC purposes, though. Mm -hmm. They can't probably rotate as much, because these are much bigger. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, there's nothing to get in the way. What are they gonna hit? I guess, yeah, I, I guess on the back there's nothing to get in the way. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not like the other ones, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, I hope they can fold down to the side so they can be like wings to give you some lift for atmospheric. That'd be pretty cool. Um, also, again, with technology that you don't expect, uh, this thing's alternate weapon, instead uh, instead of having like the clay bazooka and all that, it has a double mega beam gun, which is basically just the double Zeta's double beam rifle, but like a more prototype version of it. Mm -hmm. Um... Very weird that all these future tech keep popping up on Rick Diaz's. Um, uh, as, as goes with all of these MSVs, although the machine demonstrated high performance, its construction costs were too high, and very few pilots could use it, and there was only one prototype unit. So <laughs> Me me and my fucking one-year war spinoff where I build a machine that ends world hunger. Unfortunately. <laughs> okay, six. Yeah? Quick question. Uh-huh. Because the next one on the list is the DJ. Do we just do the DJ on its own? Yeah, let's we're not doing the DJ right now. And the Delta Gundam also that's its own thing. Yeah. With the, no. the Hyakushiki family. We're we're go uh in the Zero Shiki we would talk about on a Hyakushiki episode because it's an alternate Hyakushiki. Yeah, I mean we got we have variants. You're doing all the developed into. Why don't we do some of the variants? Oh right, actual variants, right. Sorry, I was just going down the list in order. Uh-huh. Um okay. So yeah, variants. We do have Stutzer Rick Diaz's from, uh, uh, what's it, um, Advance of Zeta words. That's how you know I'm tired. I forgot Advance of Zeta for a second. Well, so this is, yeah, you immediately looking at this, you're like, oh, this is the earlier Advance of Zeta. <laughs> well, actually, this is in volume six. But I mean, like, it's not, it's not like Traitor to Destiny is what I mean. Oh, yeah, no, this is, this is Fuji, uh, or, uh, uh, Kenki Fujioka. This is like, yeah, this is the guy making the Windward and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, yes. <laughs> so here's what happened. In his version of events, the AU developed their own version. You know, like, that shield binder that both, like... You, you know how, like, all those Titans machines love putting things on shields? He decided the AU would copy this. <laughs> and so he did this for a Rick Diaz. This is a Rick Diaz wearing a big jacket with a really big, cool shield. Um, there's actually two variations, too, by the way. The Quattro color one is actually... Well, I should say the late production color one does have its own equipment loadout and a different head. So, this is a weird Rictius. So, the Rictius underneath it is just a normal Rictius. 
But, like all the Stitzer units, you have a lot of extra chest armor, including the ability to cut cables. I believe it also has a winch unit on that front chest chest piece. The, the classic uh, Stutzer winch? Yep, the big winch. Um, Sorry, I, I have... realize I said winch instead of winch. I apologize, I misspoke. Also, <laughs> also so the backpack's interesting because I don't think it actually modifies the original Rick Diaz backpack too much. What I think it does do is it basically, instead of having the two binders and you have these additional, like, different binders in there, like, they go with the... Uh, flight mode on this um and instead of the beam pistols you have a middle binder plugged into where the beam pistols go um yeah so this is just a lot of armor basically for the base rick Diaz. um and its primary uh additional armament is uh it has a shield that also has a built-in um uh, the the shield booster let me double check i believe it has I just made a connection a I've never made thruster? before. Uh, yes, it does have a Mega Particle Cannon. I was going to say, because they call it the Nemo Cannon when the Nemo has one of these, so... Uh, what was the connection? Um, the, I, I can say, this is just a design thing. I've always wondered what it was about the Penelope that seemed weird but familiar. It looks like future AOZ. Like, the way the armor is layered on top with these weird extended shapes and stuff gives me AOC vibes. That's fair. And actually, if you look at like this cutaway, you can actually see that it is just a Rick Diaz with like pieces on top, which I, I kind of love is the thing. I, I like that. It's like not a modified Rick Diaz. I do also like that. It has a, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, for the chest. So that's really cool. I forgot about that. If you look at the, uh, chest, uh, piece there, it opens, like oh, down the middle yeah and it has like a big beam cannon there it could also optionally just put a hyakushiki rifle inside of there <laughs> uh for the cheap option i guess the lighter weight option oh that's um uh but yeah um the uh, you can actually see the optional mask as well that gives it basically a gundam head at the top oh. uh, which we will see on the red version um so other things happening on this uh if you look at like those collar pieces uh, where, like, the Xeon Alive emblem is, those five things there, those are micro-missiles. Um, just, I presume, for defensive purposes. Um, you also have missile pods in the uh, back binders. Um, I presume, let me look at the rear shot. I think these are just, like, the ones where it has, like, the missiles running down the length of them, uh, would be my assumption. Uh, but yeah, this basically is just a bunch of extra armor that increases... The survivability of a Rictius and also gives it a fake transformation, which I love. Because here's the thing, if you look at it, the Rictius doesn't actually do anything to its body. Uh, the transformation is just the the mechanism, like the armor that is attached to the Rictius swings backwards. And it, it puts the shield on top. And the Rictius is just laying flat mm -hmm. <laughs> underneath, which I kind of... I mean, to be fair, there are a lot of transformations that are just the thing laying flat, so I can't like yell at it too much, but it is very funny to me um this weird space fighter because you're not using that on the ground because the winch unit has to point directly downward still so mm -hmm. uh yeah so there is an alternate version of this which is the red one um the red one is very weird mainly because of the head um because it has uh fuck the one on the wiki 
the quality is not as good, though. Listeners at home, you will have to use that. Um, but I'm just going to go into my AOZ folder because I scanned 1600 or. Uh, sorry, 800 DPI versions of all of the pages because I, I'm silly and I did that. I, I tried 1600, but it took like, I think it took like 25 minutes to finish scanning like one page. And I was just like, you know what? This is not sustainable for this whole book. Mm-hmm. So I'll just do 800 instead. Um, let me grab the the good art uh, of it. Let's see, just got to find out what page that's on. But I actually, I think I like the red one a bit more. Just because it's weird. Also, it dual wields the shields. <laughs> you can see them on either arm. Mm. This head, though. Oh god, flux. God damn it, I forgot to fix that. Well, whatever. My screenshot has uh, turbo flux, so never mind. I love that head, though. Actually, it is kind of cool looking the way it it makes it look gun to me, but not quite right. Not quite, and also like it it expands the visor because if you look under the cheeks. It has more eyes. It has, like, the eye on the head, the eye on the cheeks, so it almost has, like, four eyes. And then you can see, actually, there's extra sensors inside of that chest area, like, where the, you know, the big horn is. If you look underneath, you can see the green there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this just adds a bunch of extra sensors. But, yes, yeah, so... This version of the Stutzer, though, has attached to both arms those uh, shield shield binders, right? <laughs> Uh, those are equipped onto the outer part of the arms, and then it also has what appears to just be, like, a small mega beam launcher, like the Hyakushiki one. And by small, I mean it's still gigantic, but... Uh, this thing's space fighter mode fucking rules because it looks like a Star Wars ship. Because it's got... It puts the one on top, right? Because mm-hmm. it, it has one... Also, I should note, it has a back shield binder, too, so it actually has three of those shields on it. Kind of like high mobility, um, uh, what's it, uh, Hazel style, uh, but with much larger shields. Um, it has three like pointed like forward beam cannons in its MA mode. The mobile suit, because of the way that these parts are on there, is basically completely hidden, and it has that giant uh Yakushiki like high mega launcher like underslung on the transform it looks mode. even bigger than a proper high me- like the high, high mega launcher isn't that big there's i guess it's not that there's big there's something going on this... with the perspective of this art <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty lo- you know what it is taller than the mobile suit by a significant degree so it actually is pretty big but if you look at the size comparison here it is two and a half times the height of the mobile suit here yeah. That's not that's right. <laughs> you know what? Maybe it is just... Well, actually, looking at the length of the barrel with the length of those shield binders, I I think it's just big. I was wrong. It is just big. But the mobile suit's in there. Look at how big the mobile suit must be in comparison. I think, oh, right. I think oh, the perspective I see what you're on saying. this is fucked up. Yes, this is a weird perspective, I think. Actually, here's the thing, too. Compare the perspective in that first image to the second, and you can actually see that the page is already a little weird looking. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering, okay. oh, wait a minute. I'm wondering if that's not it transformed. Because look at the back. You can't see the Rick Diaz feet. I wonder if this is just the equipment. Oh, that's that's what you loaded into. Yes. Okay. I think the wiki mislabeled this. That I makes think, much more sense. I think that, yeah, that is like the the, the all the equipment there. Because if you look in there... I think that, like, the reason it looks like it has the head of the Rictius, that's the mask that it puts over the Rictius head. Mm-hmm. 
but this is just the separate equipment. I don't think this has an MA mode. I think this just has the equipment flies on, like, flies out onto the field like that. To be fair, though, that equipment just like that, it looks like a cool fucking MA mode. It looks, it looks interesting. It's not... Look, I like the three... I. I like the three uh, shields, like, pointing forward there. That looks like a weird claw with a big gun on the bottom. To me, it looks really cool. That's good, Dylan. Uh, <laughs> what does that be mean? I'm not being mean. mean. I'm being supportive. Fair enough. Um, I, I like this machine a lot, actually, though. It's just, it's ridiculous in a way that I really like. Um... But yeah, uh, just ridiculous Stutzer machine used by Gabriel Zola, I believe. Yeah, uh, Gabriel Zola, who is uh, the person who's been piloting a lot of the Stutzer machines, including the Dom Stutzer from last week. So, you know. Uh, now for an AOZ variant that is kind of whatever. The RMS-099 Rictius Delphi Squad. Uh, so, this is a Rictius that has added the binders. So this is... Not by my AOZ artist, the one that I like. Yeah, it becomes quickly apparent upon looking at it. I mean, also it, it says, you know, Trader Destiny, but also looking at it. This, this is actually not... by Naoki, huh? Uh, who has done, huh? Weird. I forgot Naoki, Naoki did a bunch of these, like, uh, these AOZ Trader to Destiny designs, or at least the illustrations for them. Okay, yeah, just the illustration. Uh, but yeah, this is basically just a Rictius that is colored in basically Gundam colors and then uh on the arms it has an extra set of the back binders like kind of as like weird arm shields which I think is a cool look it does add some extra details to like if you look at the legs there's like extra thrusters on the outside and on the back of the leg and there's some extra thrusters on the knees um the chest vents are a little uh, it has actual like vent parts on the front but like this is mostly just like just adding on the two pieces. This is someone's it's a very minimal custom. This is someone's custom gunpla from Build Fighters that appears for three seconds and never again. Yeah, this isn't a very exciting one. No. <laughs> um, next we have, uh, I'm gonna say Sturmdius because I hate Shoesroom, and this comes up a couple of times where Sturm has been print, uh, translated as Shoesroom. Yeah, I'm gonna write Sturm too. Yeah, so Sturmdius. Uh, RMS-099B, uh, this is a Rick Dias that was originally designed by Mika Akitaka for, uh, Double Zeta Gundam. Uh, and this is used, actually, by the Republic of Zeon, and then later on, these were given, like, you know, some of these people from Republic of Zeon went over to Neo Zeon and brought these with them. And these are basically souped-up Rick Dias's. So, um... The major changes to talk about, the head has, like, a little baseball cap look to it now, because it has, like, this little, you know, cover that goes, extends even further on the, the head cover, um, over the eye. It looks cute. Um, it, it looks a little goofy. It looks like it almost might be, like, a duck bill or something to me. It, that's what it, that's what I mean, there's the no bottom, yeah, like there's no bottom cap. part to match it. It's just, it's just the ball cap. No, you can, you, you no. Do, eh. yeah, duck a duck Close. bill isn't half of a mouth. That's fair. It just look. It looks like a bill to me though, I, which I guess is what I, a build cap is. Yes, but I just this explicit design. Maybe it's just because of the colors. Well, again, it's your fucking. This is the thing. You need to turn that shit off when you're talking about colors because it makes you wrong Hold about on. everything. 
hold on. <laughs> Look, it's hard, but I don't want to get the headaches. Me and my flux on. I understand, times. but then it just makes you wrong. It's just red. See, I was going to say, this looks more orange than the orange on that other one, though. Hold on, that doesn't make sense. It's just red. <sighs> anyway, it's burnt umber. Anyway. <laughs> um... The torso doesn't really have any significant changes, nor do the arms, uh, nor do the skirts, really, uh, other than, let me see, I think the rear skirt might be extended, it's hard to tell. Uh, the primary changes are, on the lower legs, the knees have little extra thrusters on the front of them, mm -hmm. or vents. And then finally, the most noticeable change, the binders have been replaced with these really cool gigantic acid binders. I really like these ones. These are actually beam cannons that can, like, fold over the head, um... And also, they have vector thrusters. Uh, they basically this this they make this thing two times almost two times faster than a Richtias, up to two point five times faster than a Richtias actually. Um, yeah, these are just fancy binders that also have a beam cannon in them. I love so when you look at the rear shot, this feels weirdly detailed. Is the thing right? Because mm -hmm. like the beam cannons have like these cool little antennas on the top of them. Uh, You've got, like, if you look at the inner inner part of the uh, the thrusters there, like, the detail is really high. Like, you've got, like, all these, like, little verniers all over the place and, like, lots of little gray details. Just drawn in details that you don't expect to see on the animation sheet for some reason. Um, but, It looks yeah. really cool. I mean, one thing we haven't talked about much throughout this whole this whole conversation about about rick Diaz's is just how unusual it has it is to have like the way the beam pistols are mounted on there i can't think of a lot of other machines that do this where they're just mounted just have like, them on the back and just like mounted like sticking out like that yeah it is a weird way of doing it um it's the luxury of being in space where you're like oh, who cares <laughs> yeah plus i can fire them backwards yeah. so you know um, but yeah, no, this thing, this thing fucking rules. The armaments are otherwise basically the same as the Rick Diaz for obvious reasons. It is just a Rick Diaz that is upgraded. Um, I, I like this machine a lot. Also, infamously, the machine that has a high grade with Quattro Vagina as a decal. <laughs> it's just, that's, that's the goals right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, this machine though, I, I like it. It rules. Um. Just a cooler Rick Diaz, even. Um, and then finally, next, we have the Armas 099 Rotten Diaz. Uh, this is actually from... Okay, yeah, G-Strategy. G-Strategy, I... <sighs> fun story about G-Strategy. Because of the way the covers have always looked on G-Strategy, I and all the weird AU units in it, I was like, fuck, I need to find more of it. And I finally, after like much searching found like an old japanese i think it was a yahoo site but it like reminds me of like old geocity sites it was like yahoo uh and they had a direct link to the books and it was a zip and the link was dead <sighs> and i was so mad because i want to see more because like even these sd illustrations are fun right so it's an sd illustration uh but this is basically a psychomi rictias well quasi psychomi rictias uh it has incoms uh on the back of it. Hell yeah. And you can see, like, it has these, like, if you look at the back binders, like, the thrusters look like 
more standard. And it has, like, this cool little, like, commander, like, antenna on a... It's not really a Vulcan pod, I don't think, because it doesn't have, like... Yeah, it's, it doesn't have a Vulcan pod. It's probably just It's like camera. the design of the Vulcan pod without the Vulcan. Yeah, it's probably just a camera, because if you've got incoms, you need a lot more... You need to be able to see more, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, the hands, also, are weird, uh, like... <sighs> so, it has an incom weapon on the backpack, and then the... Yes, the arms are also wired, okay. Uh, because if you look at the hands, it's got, like, the mitten hands, kind of like, uh, the, um, the game alk, uh, where it's just got finger beams, and those can launch off on wires, and they look really cool. Um, wish we had a full-sized art of this guy, but, you know, otherwise, I mean, this is a cool little SD art, though, and it's fun, it's just a fun little unit for a game. It does have an iField generator as well. This machine's ridiculous, just three wired weapons and an iField. What else do you need? I, can't I mean, you. yeah, you don't really need much else. And now for probably the most funny unit to me out of all of them, the Rictius S, RMS 99S, which when you look at this initially, you will go, huh, that doesn't look that much different. It has like an extra camera and the art looks really weirdly boxy, but that's because you haven't seen it combined with the D Defender <laughs> or the D Defensor. Oh, uh, this sucks. <laughs> so this is a super Rictius. <laughs> basically right yeah. it's trying to do a super gundam thing um so what it does is it attaches a backpack uh that is a lot it wraps around is the thing if you look at the backpack yeah. it is jointed like if you look at the um if you look at like the picture gallery there uh you can see like the model of it uh that someone made like a custom model uh -huh. um the backpack is jointed and actually like coats around it to the front and then like can like move around um there are mobile suits that do this idea way cooler in other ways is the thing. This is not great, no, I don't think. it's funny. I also hate the head, how it has split, like, because it added that camera to the forehead, the head now has kind of devil horns, because it, like, splits that cover. I don't hate that. I, I, don't, I don't like the way that looks, personally, but that's just me. Uh, so this is a weird machine. It dual wields these weird machine guns that have, like, the trigger on the very back of the gun, like, the handle and trigger on the back. Uh, and then it has the D-Defensor, which has a bunch of uh, thrusters, basically. That's all it really is. Like, because otherwise, this just has the uh, the Vulcan phalanx. I don't know how that pops up with the camera there. I guess you just block the camera. Um, it does mention a long bazooka, though I cannot... I guess... Oh, you can see it on the back of the art. Okay. Uh -huh. Oh, those are the machine guns on the front. Okay. I just realized that it's mounting the machine guns on the oh, front just there. Figured, yeah, the that was pieces. that was what made me laugh at first. Was that <laughs> I didn't even notice the machine guns, <laughs> honestly. And yeah, that, and the long bazooka is just the clay bazooka, but really long. It looks like it's actually the same design as the clay bazooka, but really long. Oh, boy. Uh, ridiculous machine. Uh... The, uh Bet you want to guess what this is from? It's SD Gundam G-Gen. You know what? Back when they were making whatever. God bless. Those. This is do dumb shit. I kind of miss it, honestly, because modern SD Gundam G-Gen games don't really make new originals. They just use all the old ones, and they don't even use like some of these fun, really weird ones. I, I kind of wish that like G-Gen Crossrays and Genesis just went ham and like... Because here's the thing. They could do like AU-based ones, too. And all that, not just UC based ones, and it would be really cool. But no, they won't do. I it mean, anymore. just you know, listen, just just do it for other shit, right? Just give me, just go ham. Give me the heavy arms, high mobility type, aka the light arms. 
He's just give me dumb shit. I just want dumb variants <laughs> all day, all the time. It would be very funny <laughs> if they did that. I, I'm sad that Crossrays and Genesis both did not have like new originals. All right. So it is time for... All right. Semi-spoiler first, uh, I will do... Uh... We've got units from, you know, technically one is a build-related thing and one is not build but close enough because we have two units to talk about left. Mm -hmm. We have the RMS-099 BD Brake DS from Gundam Breaker 3. I mentioned this one first because it's not as much of a spoiler. It's just Yeah, it's not know. a show that GGP's going to watch. So it's not. Yeah, it's not a show. Uh, but, you know, it is not UC, though. This is just in a future, you know, video game that would come out way later. Uh, the Break DS. This is by Nao Naoki as well. Um, I guess it should be... Here's the thing. I've always seen that name pronounced Naoki, but now that I know... But my knowledge of Japanese goes, that should be Naoki, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, but... Yeah, everyone's always... Anyway, sorry. Uh, well, so the so problem yeah, Na... is there was a, there was a uh, musical artist by the name of Naoki uh, who starred in the early Dance Dance Revolution games and did some really sick jams, and so Americans got used to saying Naoki. Oh, from that. Okay. That would explain why I hear Naoki so often for that, even though my brain just goes, wait, that's I Naoki, don't think that's right? the... Like, I bet that's not why, but all those things I said was true. Fair Fucking enough. great songs. Uh -huh. Uh, so, this is a, a original unit made for Gundam Breaker 3, and I like this one a lot. So, this is a weird-looking Rictius. Uh, it's a Rictius that also tries to have a Gundam face, but in a different way. So, it has, like, still has the mono-eye, and then it has, like, a mohawk camera, but, like, the way it extends is weird, because it still has, like, that shape of the Rictius crest. And then the face, it has, like, a little mask, but, like, with no vent details, and I love that face. I love the head on this thing. Really cool. Has like little cheek vents as well. Um, otherwise, the back of it is a Rick Diaz head, but it's just that whole front section is changed. Uh, the torso is very similar to the Rick Diaz torso, though it, he added some vents to the uh, torso as well. Like they are little divots on either side. Uh, the shoulders are very significantly changed. Uh, we have very big thrustery shoulders uh, that jut out pretty far, both vertically and horizontally. Um, both arms, uh, he basically made this thing into a Rick Diaz Kaplant because it has binders that, they, they remind me more of the Kaplant than anything else here, mm -hmm. um, that are big shields that have thrusters in the back that can also turn around and fire beams. As much as people will bring up AOZ's, you know, shield binders and stuff, not like Zeta Gundam didn't already have the Kaplant with its fucking time to do everything with these, uh, binders. Um, and so does this. This also has those. Um, the arms, though, otherwise are pretty much, like, the same as the Rikias, but painted purple, by the way. Well, and know. everything, I mean, we'll talk about this more as we go along, but everything is a lot more, like, flat surfaces and sharp angles in a way that feels very, like, Zeta Gundam family. Yeah. Um, the, so, going on to the waist, uh, the waist 
the crotch piece has been extended. Uh, you have some extra armor on the front skirts. Um, just like an extra little piece of armor on the top of them. Uh, and it's funny because that armor on the top of the front skirts almost makes these resemble like normal skirts instead of just being on the bottom of like a pair of underwear, basically. Mm. Um, just that extra jutting piece there. Uh, the rear skirt, I believe... I'm trying to see if there's a rear shot, but I'm pretty sure it's mostly the same. Um, the legs, the upper legs are the same. The lower legs are very different in that the knees are big now. Instead of being the tiniest knee armor I've ever seen on a mobile suit, giant knees um, going on here. Uh, also, kind of like, the feet are not as big, actually. They are still large, though, and they kind of have a heel look to them now. Like, mm -hmm. they're not, like, high heels, but it does have heels, for sure. And it has, like, the little, like, rear heel spike uh, that a lot of mobile suits get. Um, finally, the backpack is where you have a lot of changes. Uh, instead of having two beam pistols, you have two beam rifles, like the Hyakushiki beam rifles that are put on the same way as the, uh, the beam pistols, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, other changes include, uh, you have the two binders on the back are changed now. Now they're just like full on big thrusters, uh, that are just cool looking, you know, they're big modern looking thrusters. Uh, this also has, in the torso, uh, it, it has a, um, beam cannon. Oh. Um, I'm trying to remember, though. I'm trying to see here if it mentions... Okay, yeah, it's just in the torso. So I imagine that the area that looks like a cockpit hatch basically pops open and has a beam Makes cannon, sense, which is pretty It's cool. a gun plus, so they don't really actually need to do a cockpit if they don't want to. Yep. And I mean that's not where the cockpit is oh, anyway. True, right? It's a it's a it's DS. On the head. Yeah. Which is weird because the the chest looks like it is designed for that anyway. <laughs> Which is why I thought it was a cockpit earlier where I had my crisis is because I was like, "Wait, that looks like it's designed like one, but it's not." Um But yeah, uh this is just a cool gunpla, <laughs> right? Uh I like this thing a lot. Uh I think both the units in that game are pretty cool. I think this is the cooler one of the two because the other one is the uh, Hyakushiki J, and I, I do think this is the cooler one. Mm -hmm. I agree, though. Uh, I do think, like, it's not a... I'm not saying this as a problem, but it is a, a, a thing where, like, the backstory of this doesn't make sense. This isn't a customized gunpla. This is, a like, a, a like a garage build. Yeah. You built this from scratch. There's no way you used <laughs> existing parts for this. Uh, I mean, you you could. I've seen, like... I've seen enough modification on models where people use, like, plastic plates and whatnot hmm. to, you know, you could you could do... I mean, you would have to make... Parts of the head there, you could make the front of that... You would have to make the front of that head yourself, but, like, I don't think... I, I think you could reuse some parts of the Rick Diaz for this. I'm skeptical, but, yeah, I mean, you, you certainly know more about it than I do, so... I mean... Uh, it's weird, because here's the thing. Naoki's, Naoki's art style is also thinner in general. Mm -hmm. So I can't tell. It's hard to tell if it's like a matter of is this machine actually thinner or is it just Naoki's art style being the way it is, you know, because mm -hmm. like the way he draws is, you know, with his blue destinies and stuff, those look really thin, too. I mean, my recollection of fighting it in the game is it's not it is that it is thinner than a Rick Diaz. Mm, Leaner. It's using these proportions on it. Hmm. Then yeah, I don't know. I mean, my memory could could easily be imperfect. At that time, I wasn't paying that much attention. So. Well, yeah, but that's still. 
nevertheless, either way, it's a custom Gunpla slash garage kit, and it is cool as hell. Um, I like the, uh, I like that it just replaces the beam pistols with two full-size Yakushiki beam rifles, but it still hangs them on the back like that. Mm -hmm. And can still fire them from the back. Um, it's just cool. Now, for my favorite of all Rick Diaz's besides the prototype Rick Diaz, this is from a Build Divers spinoff manga, uh, called Build Divers Break. Wait, so, so it's actually still like, safe? spoiler. Yeah, it's, it's safe. It's, I, you know what I mean, though. It's like... It does make a cameo, I think, in the show. I'll make, I'll, oh no, the pilot makes. A yeah, cameo I'll make. A, I'll give a little. I'll give a little ping, but I'm not giving a proper spoiler warning for this. Yeah, no, it's not like a full spoiler. This is like my favorite one, though. I love this thing. So this is the build. I believe it's the build gamma, but it's a capital gamma instead of a lowercase gamma. Oh. Um, build gamma Gundam. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, I I hate I hate that I know this now because of this, but um I love this machine. I think this machine is so fucking cool. So starting with the head, this just has a Gundam head now. But a weird fucking Gundam head. Um like you've got a V fin and you've got like a face in there, like with the vent and like two eyes. And then instead of a Mohawk camera though, you've got like a big mono eye, just a gigantic one on the front of this. Mm -hmm. Um by the way, they did do a model kit for this, and uh, I'm going to pull that up because I think that would be good for looking at, you know, all the parts of this as well. Um, it's so good. Sorry, I just, I love this, I love this thing um, a lot. Mainly because of the gunpla, I think, actually, more so than even the art. Uh, okay. I just love the gunpla for I'm, this. Uh, yeah, because really I'm looking at the art, and I'm so far not sold. I don't, like, dislike it, but I wouldn't call it my favorite Rick Diaz, looking at this. He said, uh, it's, it's either this or the, um, or the, uh, the prototype Rick Diaz, because the prototype Rick Diaz is pretty sick. It's, so. I, I probably am going with Sturm. The prototype really? is okay. very cool, but the Sturm I mean, is good. very good. Yeah, that's fair. Um, God damn it, where the hell is this build gamma at? I'm trying to find it. It was a P Bandai kit, too, which is, like, the problem with, like, mm. trying to find... It is on this website, though. Uh, Schizophonic does have a review of it. I don't think Dalong does, though. Alright, hold on. Real quick. Where the hell is it? Oh, I know he has it. Because I know I've seen his review. I'm just blind. Oh, there it is. Okay. Bill Gamma Gundam. Right. Okay. Um. So, yeah. Uh, here is the link to that review. Just to give you more views on this. Um. Okay. Plus, you can see it compared to a original Rick Diaz, which is kind of cool. Uh, especially because you can see which ways they improved the model kit after a lot of time. Uh, and then the, later on, they did an improved Rick Diaz using the parts from this, which is funny. <laughs> um, Alright, so... Yeah, you have the fake Gundam head, though, inset in there. Uh, well, I say fake. It is a Gundam head. It has a chin. It has two eyes. It has, like, you know, the vents. It has the V-fin. It has all the elements of a Gundam head. I really like this head. Um, I think on the art, it looks a bit chunkier than it actually is, like, on the model here. Um, I, I just really like it, though. I think this is a really cool-looking head. Um, the body is just a Rick Diaz body. And the arms are also just Rick Diaz arms. Like, no real changes there at all. Uh, you know, besides color. Uh, the waist is also basically just a Rick Diaz waist. Um, 
where you start getting like new detail is uh even the legs also by the way sh i should say are still the same as the rick Dios. where you get the new detail is the binders on the backpack mm -hmm. uh the binders are now replaced with like these weird uh shields um they are also like they are apparently wire guided by the way they are wire guided psychomi weapons and they have beam cannons in them on the tips but they don't uh, appear to have a lot of like I, thrusters on them. i don't i they i think they just have ones in the back and then ones on the the like ones on the outer part of the shields because hmm. you can see oh, like, yeah. the okay, little the outer part holes sure. on there um but i mean with them also being wire guided i imagine that also is helpful for you know keep getting them back and all mm -hmm. that uh and you could use the wire to probably move them uh but yeah and then it has the pistols in there so this design is basically the same as the rick diaz design other than the head and the backpack but it feels very different to me and i like it for that uh should know its other armament is a beam gatling bazooka which is very funny to with me, a that, rick that diaz head on it yes right that's what they do with the leftover that's old rick diaz cool. head. Right. okay i completely spaced that yeah it uses the rick diaz head as a scope that's so ugh, that's really good it's even got like the clay bazooka mount on it this is basically a clay bazooka that has been modified into a quad barrel beam cannon that is like a gatling gun uh that also has yeah a rick diaz head scope on it which fucking rules um i guess because it mentions here that when the person built this and customized it since they were replacing the head with like their own parts they were like well i have a leftover head what if i put it on the gun i'm making <laughs> which cool. you know what very good honestly um Apparently, uh, he has wanted, the, the pilot of this has wanted for several people to sit in the cockpit head sensor to, you know, improve the accuracy even further by having them relay data to him. Uh, and they have refused to. I wonder why. I mean, it's not like it's a life or death situation in the game, but honestly, and you know what? I would do it. <laughs> Someone was like, hey, I have a head, a mobile suit head on my gun, and I want you to go inside of it to help me with the accuracy i'd be like you know what that sounds fun i don't have to do too much <laughs> um uh so the also the pilot of this is interesting so the pilot is one of the times where build divers does something i think that's cool uh this is a diver that has a different gender in the game than they have in real life <laughs> Which I would figure more people would do. But, you know, in the shows, generally speaking, well, at least in the first Build Diver series and the second one, they do better by this. Um, you know. Uh, it's a video game. You can look how you want. Mm -hmm. You don't need the character to just look like you with, like, some extra fantasy gear on. Uh, and I like I like this ca the character who pilots this because in, in real life, you know, uh, just, like, kind of normal girl and then in game big muscle guy and i think that's very fun that that's the same character i like this pilot i i like this i i also like this mobile suit though a lot uh that they use so yeah. bill gamma's good i i i think it's cool i st i think the the gatling gun is the only part that i'm really really sold on um see the fact that it's like of rick is and more my colors is the thing sure. that i probably like about it it's a more dull muted color scheme because it's using white and gray and then like this purple 
Uh, and then it, I like the Gundam. I like the fake Gundam head a lot. It, that's the main thing cool. I'm sold on. I mean, the, you know, my colors are like pink, and pink is pretty rare for mobile suits. So. Yeah. Though you did get a whole game where you did get to have that. That's true. Wait, you don't mean Code Fairy? Code Fairy. No, that's purple. I they do. do. They don't do. I they don't do pink. I mean, I like lilac. I like those, but they don't do pink. I guess that's true. They don't do pink. They, it's but more. It is. Lilac. I mean, it is a color that I that I definitely get down with. It is. It does feel pretty true to what I like. So it's it's cool. I like it. Yeah. But yeah. Um. And I believe that would actually be all the rick diases yeah um well we'll talk we djs could... at some point but that's that's too much for yeah. right now this is supposed to be a light yeah, no, djs yeah and not only that but djs have enough of their own crap going on mm -hmm. that you know <laughs> be better for them to just get there finally own. an episode where you spend most of your time talking about gbo2 haha -ha. uh ser fucking rules <laughs> <laughs> look it's a good unit i'm not gonna argue uh so <laughs> uh where can people find you on the internet uh you can find me at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com where can people find you six uh you can find me on twitter at six detmar s-i-x-d-e-t-t-m-a-r uh you can also find my work at scanlinemedia.com or frank <laughs> damn it you ever start typing and then talking at the same time and you just say what you're typing yes Oh, I can't, so here's the thing, I can't, that's actually, like, why sometimes I will need, like, that little break time. I cannot talk and type at the same time, because what will happen is either I will type what I am saying aloud, or I will talk what I am typing, and they will be completely unrelated. Um, I do that all the time, so trust me, I, I understand. Uh, yeah, you can also find me at scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. <laughs> um, and, folks, we've done a lot of good shows for you. Uh, I don't know how to transition to saying, haven't I always been a good father? Peace. <laughs> it's Franklin Vidal, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>